Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by a man who can assuredly teach me a thing or two about being a cool uncle. It's Arch Stanton. Arch, are you a cool uncle? Um, kind of an absentee uncle, being in a different country. Okay, but I mean, you, you still, uh, you've witnessed, you've seen, like, uh, the your, your nephews, nieces, etc., yes? Yes, I have met them, yes. <laughs> you've met them, okay. And uh, in, in having done so, are you the one who takes them bowling, feeds them sugar, etc., or are you just kind of like, uh, were they even of age for you to be uh, kind of, you know, riling them up in such a way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was the guy that, like, you know, <laughs> would tell you to, to tell the kids to put your comfy shoes on when it was trick-or-treat time. <laughs> okay, I like this. We're, we're, like, we're booking. <laughs> we're moving, we're moving. Yeah, yeah. we're going to see, I'm, we're, we're two bags, that's our goal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like this. I like this because because we got to have enough uh, Reese's cups for me to hit in. That's that's <laughs> I, I need I need I need to bud myself in some Reese's cups here. Uh, right. Yeah. So okay. How old are the children that you are uncle to? And uh, oh fuck off, fuck off, man. Okay. Um, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I when I say that, I mean like you know like they're not drinking age. It doesn't sound like. No. 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 I'm not that old yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think so. Well, uh, I didn't sit back and watch Fran Tarkenton lose uh, four Super Bowls. Okay. Ouch. Uh, I thank you for the reminder, Arch, on a Sunday morning. You know, uh, I think you'd mentioned before, if you were to finesse a child in any sport, uh, do, would, would there be a sport that you'd finesse a child into? Baseball. Baseball. Okay. Real quick. Quick aside. I remember, um, I remember Dan Patrick talking about being at Dion's house. Okay. And fuck, he was with it. Dion was showing off everyone his his mansion, and apparently yeah. he had a a, a closet that they, that Dan Patrick said looked like Macy's. It looked like walking into a Macy's. Oh and God. what was his name? Emmett Smith, the running back yeah. from the Cowboys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he looked at Dan Patrick and said, "This is baseball money." Okay. Yeah. Just. All right. I okay. I, uh, I I do see that baseball money. That is that does seem to be the way that it works. You know, uh, thinking back to uh, great Minnesotans of, of my past, Joe Maurer. He was a uh, Mr. Baseball in Minnesota. He was Mr. Basketball and Mr. Football playing quarterback. Could have could have gone and done just about anything he wanted to. And what did he do? He went and played baseball. Had a nice like you know like nearly uh, what is it fifteen year long career where he probably made like uh, a literal billion dollars. Yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean that that does seem to be the right way. I was I, I always thought. I mean, you know, baseball. Here's the thing with baseball. There there is the minor leagues, Arch. That's the scary part of baseball. There's, there's oh yeah. That's 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 the uh, you know people cutting their teeth for like you know twenty years straight doing that and then uh, yeah. you know getting waiting for their call up. You know that's, that's oh, the yeah. that's that's the danger zone side. That's that's the opposite of baseball money. Or uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's worth the risk. 
Uh, listen, listen, it's worth the risk. I, you know, uh, I mean, I feel like golf might be one that I'm going to try and push this kiddo into because, like, you know, I can I can find myself on a golf course and I I, I do enjoy golf culture. So I feel like that's that that might be a sport that's worth finessing into. Uh, yeah. But you know, I uh, it's obviously kids kids get to do what they want to do and. I wonder if we're going to see some. I mean, you know, obviously, I know you are betting esports right now. Esports is something that's taken off a little bit more. It feels like. Do you think the younger generation uh, finds that as actually a more witnessable or viewable sporting, uh, uh, watching esports, things like that? Because, as far as I know, uh, watching esports is not my cup of tea. Uh, betting on it with you is my cup of tea, but not. I, I'm not huge into watching it. I, I wonder if that's something that's changing in the younger generation is more into that kind of uh, uh, actual sporting. I don't know. I don't know anybody who watches esports like, okay. in real life at all. So, I mean, I, I have no idea if they find that more palatable or not. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Well, you know, you know what is going to be palatable, though, Arch, this year? Just announced Super Bowl halftime show. Usher was just announced as the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Uh, so I don't know uh, your thoughts on that. Our uh, uh, immediate thought right out the gate. Usher as a Super Bowl halftime show. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up. I've got no problem with Usher. I mean, he's never been my favorite. He's never been my go-to. Like, I never sat down and said, it's time to listen to some Usher. But I know. it's fine. It's fine. Exactly. It's a, you know what? I think it, I, I thought that the uh, the hip hop Super Bowl they did last year was it last year where they did where it was all they like retreaded all of these uh, uh, like Dr. Dre artists and stuff like that. Was that the one that was, was last, last year? year? And it's these years. They really meld into each other, don't they, Arch? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you get old, it's just like, yeah, you can't tell one year apart from the other. Right. Well, uh, all, all I know is they're going to be better than the Super Bowl that was hosted at the Metronome where they did a magic show for the uh, halftime show. That was uh, – I don't know if you've ever seen that. It was not good. No, was, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. I, it's, I've not really, I've not really uh, you know, sought out Super Bowl halftime shows to relive the experience. I see. Well, I mean, uh, uh, the Prince Super Bowl halftime show was like, you know, goosebumps, oh, well, that, yeah, right? That was, I mean, that that's, was great, yeah. That's, that, that's insane. And then, I mean, in it uh, – like there have been other, I would say, like at least deeply entertaining Super Bowl halftime shows. Now, here's the thing: is the halftime show. That's why uh, we get a lot of people. We get a lot of eyes on the game for the halftime show. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's part of it: the halftime show and the commercials. So, I mean, uh, it, I think it does help to have something that is a little bit more uh, of interest. Uh, you know, with uh, as far as content is concerned, and you know what, if we could have Little John be uh, in, in the halftime show, I I'm not hating. I listen. I, I, all I can say to that is yeah, yeah. Well, Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm with you. All right. Well, you know, every Sunday I check in with the Backdoor Boys about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Arch, we're a full whole two weeks into the NFL season, and I want to check in. How are you feeling about things right now? How's it going for you so far? That's good. I mean, you know, I'm always of two minds in the NFL season. You're probably the same way. How's your bank account doing, and then how's your team doing? Yes, exactly. Okay, so uh, speak to both of those. Uh, your team, obviously, one and one right now, going in uh, and being a nearly 13-point favorite this week to a uh, meandering bear squad. I am, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, they look okay, right? I mean, they weren't as bad as week one made it look. The receiving, yeah. you know, the receivers are going to be better than what they showed in week one, but how oh, yeah. good, what's their ceiling? That's still the question. Kelsey did not look like Kelsey last week at all. Like, he still managed to, you know, get himself open in the end zone, but... Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not there yet. So a is, lot of questions still. Is he being sapped by Swift right now? Is that what's happening? Is that, is that it? <laughs> I, I, I'm asking you. Listen, I'm asking you. I'm not. Uh, I, I know there's speculation about uh, a budding relationship between uh, uh, Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So I mean, is it is is uh, is is the pressure uh, of of one of those high quality or uh, high tier you know uh, uh, things really weighing in on him? 
I would no. hope not. I, don't I would think hope so. not. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, Romo looked like Romo with Jessica Simpson or without Jessica Simpson. So this is true. Fact, <laughs> fact, fact. This is there's no change to that. Well, okay, so uh, that's how your team's doing. How's your bankroll doing so far? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, the tilting model's been. You know, we're only one week into it, so it's, it'd be right. interesting to see how he goes. I, I placed a few uh, bets here and there that went okay. I mean, again, Sean McVay is my fucking hero. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, he, he. He does. He he's your hero. That's, he's my uh, Mike Vrabel. You know, my Mike Vrabel. <laughs> that's that's that, that's exactly how it goes. I dig this. I dig this. Well, you know, and Sean McVay, he likes to have a little bit of fun back there. It feels like it feels like he kind of coaches the way that uh, we'd coach playing Madden a little bit. And, you know, which which I think is healthy. And he has better time management, though. That's the thing. As, as far as people who share that L.A. stadium, he does have the best time management. So he is the Ooh. coach that I would want in L.A. <laughs> between right. uh, between either of those uh, either of those squads. Uh, now, uh, we know the NFL is such big money eyes sport. Basically, uh, the books tend to be pretty on top of these lines. And therefore, it feels like the margins are a little bit thinner as a gambler uh, when it comes to this. Uh, I know, uh, as you mentioned before, you've been unveiling this uh, tilting model of the book club for the last couple of weeks. And it's fair pretty decent so um as as a gambling man you know the nfl uh, the mlb season actually ended a little bit earlier than expected this year do you think that lines are closer uh in the nfl now than they were in years past uh, similar to kind of what you saw happen in mlb or do you think that uh it's kind of going to be the same same old crapshoot it always is i think it's the same uh i think i i, uh, we're, I mean the, the nfl is different because we're mostly focused on spreads you know we're mm. not looking for value bets on the money line maybe we right. should be looking for value bets on the money line uh, but you know, for the most part, we're looking at spreads, and I don't know that that's going to change a whole lot because, man, unlike any sport, they set, they throw it out there, and it's got you know the market's got you know at least you know six days to uh, right. adjust. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's. Uh, do you uh, at this point in time, early in the season? I mean, is there any time where you're looking at line movement like that and saying, okay, you know, without any major news causing this, uh, is there a reason for you to hop on or <laughs> want to stay away from something because of that? Uh, at least early in the season, right now, if you're seeing crazy line movement. Um, sometimes, yeah. I mean, it, it, every every you know, I mean, there's a threshold. There's a threshold where I won't cross, and if it, if the line right. does move that way, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch it. Like just right. maybe somebody knows something I don't know, or maybe I just don't think the team's gonna win anymore. Like, um, what was it? Week one, uh, Tampa Bay, Minnesota. That was like there it, you go. We talked Wednesday. It was a slam dunk, and then that line moved and moved, yeah. and yep. then I, it, I mean, I I couldn't bet it again Sunday morning because I felt like. Uh, the line had shifted too much. It turns out it was a f- moron, but right. You, know. you should have just bet money line that one. Yeah, right, right, just, right. It didn't, it didn't matter. It did not make a difference. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, uh, there are some lines that it looks like have uh, moved a little bit this week that y'all were talking about. You know, uh, the Baltimore line was at eight and a half, moved down to seven and a half right now. Uh, the Steelers line was at minus one and a half. And now it's uh, Steelers plus three. That wouldn't fully cross the Rubicon. Is that, is that the case? Yeah, cross, cross the Rubicon. Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, we've, t- we've touched on this throughout the season. We don't, uh, we don't trust Canada necessarily here uh, on this on this podcast network. Do we think that we're going to get three weeks of uh oh in, uh, uh, in 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 Steelersville? Because to be honest, uh, the defense is what really got them their one and only W of the season. Right? Yeah, man. I it's it's a primetime game. I'm going to have to look at it later in the afternoon. But I mean, for me right now, it's weird. I I I'm struggling not to want to bet the Raiders right now at this minus line. Yeah, two, I, two and a half. Yeah, I was I was looking at that and seeing that and seeing that two and a half really liking. Now, are, are we still able to get a two and a half? Or you are? Uh, I guess Pinnacle still you, has it at, at two and a half. 
Uh, see, it looks like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to take a look at uh, what options I have stateside, and uh, it, it does appear that uh, I, I can only get threes here right now. So I may, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, if, if, if that thing does eventually shift to a two and a half, though, I, 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 I think I may be finding myself on the Raiders. Now, do you gamble uh, differently, at least uh, in the NFL, on primetime games versus our one p.m. games? Obviously, one p.m. Kirk Cousins is a different character, and so you know maybe there's uh, there's a little bit of value to be found when uh, uh, someone like that is in that spot or not. But um, are there uh, are there any specific ways that you're gambling surrounding uh, uh, primetime games? Given you know again, more eyes are going to be on these games. Perhaps there's probably going to be more money on that, so uh, uh, there, there may be more resources put into getting the sharpest you know being on top of that i think you really got to be careful and really look at it and figure out which side you know the sports book which side does the sports book need to win that you know just and and be on that side man like uh uh, i don't know like maybe you want to fire up your action account and look at where the money's coming in or the public i don't know i see i see are there are there any games are standing out to you at all today have you uh, done any of that analysis so far on uh, what we're looking at today with regards to uh you know a, a game that vegas really needs one side to win Ooh, I hadn't really dug deep. Um, I had, yeah, I have theories, but I haven't really dug into it to see. Okay. Like, um, you know, are, are your theories based on the line movement that we've seen so thus far this week already, or is it? Uh, are your theories more based on seeing something that might smell a little bit? Yeah, I think smelly line is a good way to look at it. Always, if you use Pinnacle as your reference, and then look at other you know, other people's other other sports books and kind of compare the two, I think you can get a lot out the of old it. Old sports book fear gauge. Yeah, I'll tell you one game that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, and maybe I, I'm just an idiot here. I just I don't it. see why. I don't see. I, it looks like people are getting this Tennessee line. This plus four. The, was it plus four and a half where it opened, and now it's plus three and a half. Yeah, I kind of like the Browns here on this one. Okay, so this is this is a game that I. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. Okay, Arch, we did the midweek show, and I was yeah. I was going to bring this one up. Also, we did the midweek show. I said that this is a game that I want to be on. I was like, give me the Titans plus the points. I'm taking this midweek. I'm hopping on it. I, I got in on this one early, uh, liking that. During that show, you did not like that. Uh, totally yeah. fine. I understood that. Guess what? I didn't get a lot of love from any of the rest of the crew except for Eggburger on that bet. Come to check my uh, uh, Discord this morning, and guess who's on this game? Vinny Bag of Donuts. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, whoa, am I, who's the shark? Whoa, 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 what's happening? Are you guys trying to mush me? What's going on here? <laughs> so, yeah, um, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, uh, looking at the arch tilting model, it says that uh, that one is also a Titans plus three, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. man, uh, are, 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 is, is it your heart that's telling you the Browns and, uh, and, the, and the spreadsheet that you're spitting in uh, that's telling you the three? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a war, right? <laughs> uh, I, I I just keep looking at the Browns. I keep going back to it. I just Tennessee's. I don't know what to make of Tennessee. Who did they play last week? Who who did Tennessee play last week? Uh, great question. Uh, um, yeah, I, I am racking my brain as well. Uh, although uh, I'm not as smart a man as you. Um, they they oh they played the fucking Chargers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then Cleveland. They, and they, yeah, Cleveland will not hand them a game gift wrapped. Okay, that's I I I I see that I, I see that they're not going to do that, but I think that this is going to. I mean, th- I feel like this is going to be a nice, low-scoring, Vrabel-y game. And if I'm getting a three and the hook on the Titans, 
That's what that was my that was my reasoning yeah, earlier yeah. in the week. Again, uh, there was there was a game earlier, the first game of the season that the Titans did cover, where they were down by four with like four minutes left. They kick a field goal and they needed three. It was two and a half to cover, something like that. We hit our bet on there. Love it, gotta love it. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, the, 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 it's uh, Vrabel was coaching as if I was in his ear, being like, "Hey, by the way, we only, we don't need to win this one. We only need to be within a couple of points, and then you know, you could screw up the kickoff. You could screw up something else. It's totally." Totally cool. That's that's literally what happened, and it was like uh, uh, to me um, having coaches who kind of coach like that. You were kind of alluding to that. We like to have our coaches that uh, that, that, that maybe coach not to lose versus coaching to win, which can uh, can, can at least keep the game close and keep that spread uh, within the number. Is that what you were sensing out of McVeigh? Or was that uh, was McVeigh kicking that field goal at the end of the game straight up? Just this is we're covering. What do you think? There was four seconds, what, like right to go in the game. What, what, what did you think was going on there? Yeah, to that's kick a meaningless a, field goal to cover the spread. Uh, listen, uh, points is points. Uh, maybe, maybe he's trying to get some uh, some some film out there for his kicker or something like that. I don't know. Who is? <laughs> There's, there's, there's always, uh, I guess, something that, could, that it could be. Well, okay. Let's quick talk about the uh, the book club, Arj. We mentioned this before, but the book club, it's our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports-related stuff, including prime access to the Speedway Steve 2 picks. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on with that uh, this weekend. We got F1, uh, Xfinity, the Cup race. It's just uh, racing nonstop. Uh, if you want to check out the book club, join some classy folks. We'll give you a one-time three-day-for-free offer to check it out. And then after that, it's only 25 bucks a month. In addition to having a team of homies with which to sweat through all the major sports with, we've got all kinds of sharp folks who provide some sage advice and analysis beyond the major sports to tell you about, hey, which side do you want to be in this UFC fight? Hey, what's going on Aussie Rules Football? Who likes that? Uh, what's, what's happening in Ladies World Cup? What's happening in uh, CSGO Arch? Doing pretty good. Yeah, CSGO looking all right. Well, if you want to see any of those things, bet on any of these things, all you have to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehateswentz.com, and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. All right, Arch, let's get to the picks today. Uh, do you want to start? Do you want to throw out some picks here, uh, so, some stuff that you're liking? I, uh, you, you, you did put out a full card in, uh, in the book club. So, um, you know, if folks want to see the whole darn uh, the kid and caboodle, they can join us there. But for now, uh, what, what are you looking at? What do you want to give out to the listeners this morning? I mean, I do like your Minnesota Vikings, plus the point. Oh, you're scaring me. Plus the point. Take, Take the point. Okay, yeah, because right, because because it, it, because God knows this one probably will end in a tie, and so that <laughs> that point may be the difference maker. At one point, that's the only. T- there's no. There's no winning by a half point. No, <laughs> you no, know? no, no. This, yeah. So uh, okay. So you 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 like you like my Vikings plus the one point today. Uh, I do. I mean, this is. Uh, I, we talked about this midweek. Um, you know, the total in this one highest uh, easily. I mean, almost by a full touchdown. I think the next closest game is at like forty-seven. This game is at fifty-four. The total. Oh. Uh, Vegas Vegas believes this will be a boat race and I do too uh, I'm taking the over my dad is in town today we're going to be cooking some Greek lamb and watching football so there's no way uh, if, if, if we're going to have the Vikings game on that I can't have something to root for financially and this feels like the dumb kind of bet that I can get behind uh, <laughs> I, I, I mentioned Vegas believes this is going to be a boat race given the number and given the desperation these teams are feeling uh, right now being 0-2 and having not covered a single game so far this is my stoppable force versus movable object game of the week right, uh, right. you know I'm I'm happy to bet that this will game well, this game will probably have zero defense, 150 yards and in pass interference penalties, fly over 60, possible score a gami at 36-29. Give me the over 54. 
Yeah, I mean, these are two bottom-tier defenses. They can't stop anything. Right. So if that's the case, I mean, uh, listen, I know the number's big. The, the number is 54. It's a big number. That's This is this is starting to look like a Big 12. Like, or this is a, what was it? Yeah, it was a, what was a, what was the Colorado game? The Colorado-Oregon game yesterday was at like 70. Oof. Yeah, that was... That was they it, needed a mercy rule on that one. Yeah, that one. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was... Uh, it did, that did not look like the number 10 team playing against the number 19 team. Let's just put it like that. That looked like the number 5 team playing against like some... Uh, like the was it University of South Dakota Jackrabbits or something like that? <laughs> that was that was not a good showing. Regardless, I'm hopping on the over here, Arch. I, I, you were alluding to the fact that this may be a no defense matchup. Are, are, are we, are we thinking that uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get a big old over today? Yeah, I can totally see that. Totally see that. I mean, it's it's so high though, fifty four and a half. Mm. I know, I know, it's a big number. I listen. There's still a fifty four to be had in a couple of books, which is what I hopped on actually. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, um, here, yeah, let me pull that up right here. They're 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 putting this game at the very top because they know that it's one p.m. Kirk Cousins, and so this is you know highest tier performance we possibly could get out of him. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like you can still get a fifty four at Caesars, uh, fifty four at DK. Okay. Um, 54 bet rivers, but it had, it is shifting, uh, to 54 and a half. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that going over easily because, you know, fuck these defenses are bad. I mean, and if Minnesota gets down early, then Kirk cousins can, you know, become garbage time hero as Ed called exactly. him and then, and then exactly. just throw and throw and throw. Listen, this is, I, I have something to watch for. I have something to financially be invested in on this one. And guess what? Maybe we will get a tie at 21-21, and you and I will just be sitting there hoping for a field goal for the over for one side. You know, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be in a happy place with that. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Arch, what other games are you looking at today you want to give out to the folks? Let's see. I keep coming back to Arizona, you know, plus the, plus the points. I, they have not lost big yet. Right? I mean, they've covered, this right? This true. Yeah, no, yeah, they, they have they, covered. Yeah. Uh, this is probably the greatest tanking job we're ever we're going to ever see in the NFL because they're they're being competitive, but they're just losing every <laughs> single time. So, I mean, that's remarkable. Um, yeah, they're finding ways to lose and, and also uh, uh, lose in pretty grand fashion. I mean, they, they, they pretty much had, let's say, uh, the Giants dead to rights, you would say. One, one would think, um, you know, up by a few touchdowns uh, with, uh, you know, Danny Dimes back there at quarterback. Uh, you, you would think that that would be an insurmountable lead, uh, but they, they did find a way to make that game competitive. Mm-hmm. They, they did. They really did. They found they, a way. And how, let's on, honestly, when you're a 13-point favorite playing the Arizona Cardinals, how... How much fire is in the heart of the Dallas Cowboy players today? Are they just going to go in? Let's just win the game. Let's not get hurt. Let's move on. This is true. You know, they uh, the thing that does scare me about the Cowboys is they have looked like world beaters uh, the first couple of weeks. I felt I, I felt like they were looking like a very strong team. You know, uh, we loved them coming into the season. We uh, I know you were especially quite hot on them, and rightfully so, based on their first couple of weeks' performances. They've looked uh, 49ers esque. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, it's a that's a it's it's it's, it's a positive thing uh, for for the, some of those futures here, and you know, uh, twelve, thirteen, big number. That's that's a big number. I, it, it's hard not to take that. I was I was asking you earlier in the week, uh, kind of looking at some of those big lines. Obviously, your Chiefs are in one of those games as well. Uh, looking at that kind of big twelve and a half, thirteen number. Does that entice you anywhere, the Bears and Chiefs? Still doesn't. Still doesn't entice me. Still does not entice you. No interest. I will lean towards Kansas City, but I'm not okay. touching this game because I mean it's it's certainly conceivable that Kansas City comes and rolls by 21. It's certainly in the realm of possibility. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's also not 
it's not inconceivable that the Bears will actually remember that Justin Fields is a running quarterback. Call right. some running plays for him. Remember that, Bears? Remember remember how you ignored that for half the season last year and then you let him go and start you know, running the ball? And oh, then yeah. all of a sudden, they looked a lot better. Yeah. I, I, you know, watching his uh, – did you see his press conference and stuff throughout the week, Arts? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Egg was placing some uh, bets in the book club financially based on uh, the words coming out of Justin Fields' mouth. Um, was that yeah. – uh, when, when you saw that, when you heard kind of some of the things that he was saying, did you think that this is the week that it's going to open up more? We're going we're gonna to have no problem cashing that uh, rushing touchdown this week? I Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope that – I mean – Fields, just you. You can just nod, yes, 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 whatever the uh, the OC calls, and then just call running play. Fuck them. What are they going to do? Like fuck them. Yeah, there should be more RPOs and just uh, you know yes. let, let him let let him let let him just uh, uh, choose that uh, PO. You know. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> just take that pass cheat, option. It's a cheat code to make him a better quarterback and your life a little bit easier for uh, on the Bears' offense, and they just refuse to use it. Yeah, I, I, he does not look like a pocket-passing quarter. He, he does not look like a person who's comfortable in the pocket. He, he is a person who needs to make off-script plays, you know, move the pocket, uh, get, get around, and uh, find himself with an open field in front of him and making uh, some of those linebackers in the middle of the field have to make a hard decision, either come up or open up some receivers for him. You know, it feels... If, it, it, if they don't, if, if they don't open it up for him against the Chiefs, if, if they refuse to, then you've got to read this as intentional. You can't read this as incompetence anymore. You've got to read this as intentional. They are sabotaging themselves. They're sabotaging him. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's a difficult position to think. Uh, I mean, why would the Bears be doing that? Are they trying? Are they trying to now tank job to find that next quarterback? Are they and are they straight up selling out on fields if that's the case? I I mean, they had they were in the perfect position to really bolster the team and look good, but yeah, their 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 moves are not firing. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure myself either. What's happening uh, in uh, in, uh, in Chicago? And uh, we need to see that. Listen, we st- we do have our season long Bears rushing touchdown in every game, looking fine, yes. looking great. So listen, we got something to root for. I uh, very stupidly have uh, I have another uh, future on the Bears as well. That uh, once they start winning, maybe I'll start uh, bringing rehashing that one. Uh, but it was Vikings number one in the division, Bears number two in the division. That does not look even uh, remotely possible. Although um, it does feel like the NFC North is. Uh, uh, Maybe the NFC South of divisions this year, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it feels it feels like that might be the case. Because look, I mean, look at our NFC South. We got uh, powerhouses in uh, uh, my Falcons, the Buccaneers. Yes. We got. I mean, uh, th- th- there are some real powerhouses coming out of NFC South this year. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, are are there any other bets you're looking at here today, Arch? Oh, not really. I really got to you know delve in and take a look. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll I hear you. I hear you. Well, on top of my uh, Tennessee Titans three and a half and that over 54 that I spoke uh, of, I do have a couple more that I'm looking at. First off, uh, we have the uh, old Baltimore Colts against the new Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so uh, that line, it's at seven and a half. Now, last year, I felt like every week I was on the wrong side of the Ravens. And this year, I've avoided them so far. But today... I can't. Uh, now, I'm not going to besmirch a fellow mustachioed man on this podcast. Uh, I, I do believe um, that Gardner Minshew is a fine, a fine QB. Maybe even gives him a better chance to uh, to win at times, uh, given he ended last week with a 112 QB rating. Uh, but overall, I just don't think this Colts team is within eight points of the Ravens squad. So I'm going to hop on the Ravens minus the seven and a half right now. I can't. I can't disagree. I can't. I cannot disagree. It. <laughs> it's so close. Um, that hook does always worry you, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely leaning with you on that one. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, the Ravens, they have been a uh, Jekyll and Hyde team in years past for me. Uh, and especially thinking about how some of their seasons have ended with Lamar Jackson just like not playing for some reasons or just like not being around. His, and, and also their running back room basically being the spinal tap drummer situation of uh, the NFL. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. That's like, that's, that seems like a death sentence to be put on that, <laughs> to be, to be in that, in that room. But my goodness, I, uh, regardless. I'm going to trust the Ravens today. I'm going to trust Harbaugh. I'm going to trust that uh, uh, it's it, it's not super close. I, I love Phil's Colts. I think that they're a surprising team, and I think that with uh, uh, Anthony Richardson, they do have a boomer bust chance every week to be in these games. Seven and a half, though, uh, with a uh, backup Gardner Minshew in there. I think that Baltimore is just a stronger squad. So I'm hopping on Baltimore minus the seven and a half. And the other one that I'm looking at, this is my one that will make me sick today, Arch. It is the Carolina Panthers at the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, right here, right here. We are going to bet the Panthers plus the five points here. I've uh, we've got Andy Dalton behind center today, and uh, speaking of backups, who gives their team a better chance to win? I, I think we're going to see a close matchup, and maybe even the first Panthers win of the season. I'm not, I'm not, not calling. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bet on that money line. But here's the thing: I think that they have the best shot of winning here with Dalton back there, and I the five points. I think it's moved a little bit too far. I'm am hopping on the Panthers right now with that weird number. Pete Carroll knows how to get into some uh, close matchups. Maybe it's a 27-24, and they just barely cover it. But I'm I'm taking the Panthers today. I like that play, ballsy. I like it. It's it's different, and I, I feel like I'm spitting in the face of the uh, arch tilting model. Here's the thing, Arch. Y- you know that uh, you like to fade me. I know that. I know you like to fade me. So maybe this is uh, may- maybe this is a little help, little bump for you. <laughs> Maybe, maybe so. So, no, I, I don't hate the play because yeah, five is a weird number, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't you don't see a lot of fives. Those four and a half, five and a half zone. That's is that is that your zone where you like to uh, eat lunch in Arch? It, it, it's such a weird. It's a, such a weird area. Y- yeah. I, I, if it's a weird number like that, I like to be on the you know the underdog. Exactly. Take those points. Take those points. All right. Mm-hmm. Are, is there anything else you're looking at today? Any, uh, any player props? You're going to take uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, three rushing touchdowns today? Anything like that? <laughs> yeah, no. I'll just follow whatever uh, whatever um, Vinny and Egg and Phil post. I know. We got we got the sharpest homies in there who are actually oh, yeah. giving out all kinds of player props. So if you guys want to see that, all you got to do is hop into the book club. But that's all we've got for you this morning. So follow us on the podcast on our Instagram page at Backdoor.Bets and our Twitter at BackdoorCN. We've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. You can watch us on Twitch at BackdoorBets. Join the book club at EveryoneHatesWins.com. And until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.